0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Going to go ahead and jump right in and tell you, sorry, this is late this week. I am just, I've got that post nasal drip and I have been checked out by two doctors here in LA. I'm totally fine. No COVID, no Corvid, no nothing that could infect the general public. Everyone has this fucking cold that's going around apparently, but I am on all, I'm on the mend. I'm on all the things. The mucus is clear. Telltale sign if you're a chronic sinus infectioner like me, if it's brown uh, or dark green, you know We've got an infection, but I just, I just kind of lost my voice. I think between flying and the barometric pressure and the fact that my bullshit threshold is at an absolute zero, that's where we're at. But don't worry. Recording this live from the safety of my hotel room in Los Angeles. We are here. We are booked. We are busy. We are working. You know, I love when people say like, Heather, take a day off. That is not an option. We have deadlines. We have things due. So as long as I'm staying hydrated, sucking down that vitamin C and (sighs) blowing on the tip of life, we are always wheeling and dealing. Anyways, want to jump in, catch up with you. A lot to catch up with you. Golden Globes happened last night here in Los Angeles, was not invited. So really, truly right out the gate, my absolutely not is the fuck Hollywood Foreign Press. I know my time hasn't come yet. I know it. it is coming, but I'm ready. You know, the dress is steamed. The spanks are stretched. The pussy is tight, and the makeup is beat. So whenever they're ready to have me, I'm ready to go. I put on the top of my vision board this year to be in a hit show, preferably my own that I'm writing and producing. Let me just update y'all on a little goal setting that I think is appropriate. You know what do they say? Ask, believe, receive, and decease. That's how that goes. You ask for it, you believe it's going to happen, you receive it, and then you die. So... (laughs) So that's my goal setting. But I'm working on a script right now with my writing partner, Jen Zabrowski. Love of my life. Adore her. This is our second project that we're working on that hopefully gets picked up. So the pussy lips are crossed. Fingers are crossed. We've got that to do this week. We're finishing the comedy special edit that I wrote and produced myself, which is very exciting. You know what? Don't wait for somebody else to give you the green light. Go ahead and fucking do it yourself. And then if you take it out to market and sell it and then they say yes, then you're like, great. But you know what? If there's one thing I can teach y'all that I learned last year, do not fucking wait for anybody else to tell you yes. So even though I sound a lot worse than I feel, we're we're out here, we're doing it. There are no days off. And it's a beautiful, blessed thing. You know, I went down to Mexico. I was feeling invigorated, had the best time with my friends, Kami and Nico and Sophie and Liv and Teresa and... And Jeff was there. and Ray was there. We had a great little time. My friend Cami owned Show Me Your Moo Moo. I brought her on the podcast before in the early days. I'll have to bring her back. But we had a great little photo shoot and just had a great time. We had an awesome fucking time. It was like our own, you know, Mexican version of White Lotus. We giggled. We ate tacos. We, we ended up in the middle of nowhere in the desert in Toto Santos one day at a place called Barracudas. I was taking expensive tequila shots. And I let me tell you something. I had a shrimp quesadilla that had a melt in Oaxacan cheese. When I say that my eyes rolled back, my toes curled, and my titties popped, one of the most delicious things I've ever had in my life. And I think that we need to acknowledge that if you melt Oaxacan cheese, you can pretty much put it on anything. You know what I mean? You can put it on a bratwurst. You could put it on some loose cat litter maybe a just a dry saltine. You melt that cheese on there, fuck me up, dude. Fuck me up raw. It was delicious. But We had a fantastic time and we played this game that I highly recommend you order on Amazon. It's a game called Shut the Box. And the whole idea behind this game is it's like, it's a dice game with this little board. So the numbers go one through 12 and they're almost like little dominoes that are connected. And you keep rolling dice to try and get to close all the numbers. So you roll two dice. If you get 10, you can use any combination of numbers to close 10. Anyways, it's fucking impossible to shut the box. It is such an addictive game. But we played that all week. And then Jeff all of a sudden shut the box. But he wasn't playing in regular gameplay. He was just sitting there like a degenerate gambler trying to play this game by himself while we were all taking showers. So whether or not I believe that he actually shut the box is quite frankly, very debatable, but we all had bets on what you would do if you shut the box. And Jeff's was that he could start depositing in the bank. What does that mean? Finishing inside of me. I'm on birth control, but still. So I think this was a bamboozlement. I think he cheated the system. I think he just said that so that he could start jizzing all over the place. So anyways, I'll keep you updated on that. But either way, I slept next to a Mexican scommer all week in Cabo San Lucas. And listen, if you haven't been to Cabo, it's a great time. Mexico in general is fantastic. Did get a little hairy towards the end right across from us in Sinaloa, the cartel was at an all-out war with the Mexican government. I guess one of El Chapo's sons had recently been arrested. And this is how much power the cartel has. So this kid gets arrested. Side note, very hot. Okay. All of El Chapo's sons are very good looking. Like, would let any one of them dick me down. They are bad guys. They have done bad things. I am not glorifying or glamorizing that line of work. But I'm telling you, just one of these guys would pass me on the street. You know, and it's cuffing season. I need a big boy. I would definitely probably give one of these guys my number. But anyway, so one of the sons gets arrested. They've been looking for him for a while. And a thousand mercenaries show up at the jail, okay, and blow this guy out. So now it's an all-out war. So, like, the cartel, I mean, listen, I'm not here. I'm I'm not Vice News, all right? I'm not USA Today. I'm a comedic podcaster sitting in an overpriced hotel room in West Hollywood with a possible sinus infection just out here trying to relay what I saw. And when I say what I saw with my own eyes, I was not close to the line of fire. In fact, I was at a gorgeous resort on the other side of the peninsula, but I'm just letting you know the word on the street from our friends. So we've got some friends that live in Cabo. They are Mexican, they're running the show down there and they were giving us the real tea. And they were like across the peninsula in Sinaloa. A thousand guys in the cartel showed up to get this kid out of jail. And I say kid, the guy, I, I, mean, I think he's like 25. And all I'm saying is, you know, we're out here doing the Lord's work. It's not like this podcast where that we're only doing good. There's no evil. We're solving problems. We're working through our feelings. You know, we're giggling at the facts of life. But all I'm saying is, God forbid, knock on wood, your girl gets locked up for, say, some light tax fraud. You know, maybe, uh, I don't know. I got caught a couple extra. You know, you know, I'm saying a couple extra gummies in the purse trying to get into a Harry Styles concert. You know what I'm saying? I'm just asking that y'all will show up for me. Dressed in cheetah print. Just a gentle protest. Your girl got caught trying to bring in some chocolate bars she bought off Etsy so she could enjoy herself without getting an alcohol hangover because at 35, I've realized I'm probably better off on the edibles and the adaptogens and I am with the liquid courage. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. And you know, I take that AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. You know, I don't leave the country. I don't leave the outskirts of my town or travel anywhere without my Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is the freaking best. And I'll tell you what, I take it every day. I take it because it's so easy. You put one scoop and a little bit of water, maybe a little juice, take it back. It tastes delicious, but it's just such a non-negotiable when it comes to my daily routine. It helps me with immunity. It helps me with just all of the good things. This is the reason why I love AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's an all-in-one formula that makes it easy for me to cover my nutritional basis every day. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, Whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support boosted energy, and even healthier-looking skin, hair, and nails. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Green is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com absolutely to check it out. I love Athletic Greens. I'm telling you it is a non-negotiable, especially because I love taking it when I'm abroad If you are like me and your tummy gets upset or, you know, you're not staying regular, Athletic Greens, AG1 by Athletic Greens, just keeps things moving, keeps you regulated. And also it's just a great way to supplement those vitamins and minerals that you might not get while you're on the road or you're busy or you're doing the freaking most. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. You know, I consider myself basically already a supermodel, but have you seen Bella Hadid wearing those stars on her face? That's Starface, which is the best-selling Hydro Stars, a fun star-shaped pimple patch that is so cute, I almost look forward to getting a breakout. The good thing about it is it's, like, become chic now. You know what I mean? Like, before, you used to have to hide behind your acne, but now, whatever. Throw a little star sticker on your face, and it will not only go to absorb fluid and reduce redness while shrinking your spot because it's made out of 100% hydrocolloid. But I love that you can put a hydrostar on to remind yourself not to pop or pick at your skin too. That's my thing. If I have something on my chin or it's a hormonal breakout, what am I doing? I'm just spending all day just trying to scratch my acrylic nails across that, which is so bad to do. This is one of my favorite things about the hydrostars is they come in these fun little yellow compact and it holds all your stars and even has a mirror inside for easy application. A full range of HydroStar pimple patches for whatever mood I'm in. There's a classic yellow, a colorful multi-pack, a solid black, and HydroStar plus salicylic acid, which is the best-selling blue star that's been awarded Best Pimple Patch by Cosmopolitan, Glamour, Bustle, and Women's Health. You can grab a pack of HydroStars the next time you're shopping at Target, Walmart, CVS, or Amazon. Also, just remember, you know, you can discover the entire collection directly from Starface at starface.world. That's S-T-A-R-F-A-C-E dot W-O-R-L-D. Not sure where to start? Save 10% when you shop the BFF Bundle, a classic pack, and salicylic acid stars designed to love your pimples all the way through the healing process. Discount applies automatically at starface.world. So I just want you to know, I just ask that you will at some point, if I get clinked up, you know, I got locked up. They won't let me out. The y'all will show up and put in some gentle but light intimidation to whatever holding cell at the Kia Forum or maybe Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I'm being held in because they caught me with my adaptogens. You know what I'm saying? Also, I am, I'm not living a life of crime. You know what I mean? I pay my taxes early on time. I pay extra and hope that they give me money back. Because I am wildly afraid of the law. Dude, I was the kind of kid in school. I wasn't a narc and I wasn't a snitch because I don't fuck around like that. Like I'm loyal. You know what I mean? I'd let you cheat off my test. But I had a system in place where I was never going to get caught. You know what I mean? I would let you cheat off my test, but I wasn't going to look at your test. And that's what's so fucked up. I would let you look at my test, which we all know as a gamble, and I would tell people, you can look at my tests. But if you've seen my Iowa scores or my SAT scores, I mean, a blind cat could do a better job. I mean, I used to, Kevin Chang didn't know that I looked at his tests, but I did. Kevin Chang was like the smartest kid in our grade. He, and he never let me. He didn't know, but I would sometimes look at his. But if he was ever like, yo, you can look at my tests," which he never did because he was such a stand-up academic guy. And also just so smart. He would finish his test in like 10 seconds. If he let me, though, I wouldn't have done it. But he didn't know that I was always looking at his test. You know what I mean? But the teachers were like, Heather. Like, I did have a couple of teachers pull me aside and they're like, listen. We know you're about as bright as a gray crayon. Okay. You are, when it comes to intelligence academically, you are pewter. And if you don't know what pewter is, it's just take all the fabulous bright neon colors and then dull them down to about a two or three on the color wheel. That's, that's fucking funny. How smart are you, pewter? You know, I'm a muted, I'm a muted level of intelligence when it comes to academia. When it comes to emotional, spiritual, social intelligence, bitch, I am a... I am a glow in the dark highlighter yellow. But I would turn myself in. I'd be like, I looked at Kevin. I looked at Kevin's test. He did not know. And the teacher would be like, Heather, we know you looked at Kevin's test. He's going to Harvard. You're going to the University of Mississippi if they'll let you in, bitch. You know what I mean? But I'm so honest that if somebody was like, hey, I'll help you. Like, you can just look at my test. I wouldn't do it. I would actually go cross-eyed. I would go cross-eyed and like look up to the stars. That's how I always got caught though. It wasn't when somebody was actually letting me look at their test. It's when I would like take a quick a quick gander at the valedictorian's test. i <laughs> like, Heather, this is AP chemistry. You're not even in this class right now. You came in here Because you said that the other class ran out of hall pass and you had to take a dump. So you came into our class to borrow one of our hall passes because we're adjacent. Our rooms connect. And I'd be like, Mr. Mr. Easley. Was it Ely? Or Easley? I can't remember. Mr. Ely, shut the fuck up right now and I've got to go. I had acid reflux and IBS pretty aggressively in high school. I think it was stress. I really think it was stress induced. But anyways, that's my own journey. So anyways, all I'm asking is that my army would show up for me. You know what I mean? If I ever get caught with too many adaptogens and that's all I'm going to say, trying to get into a Harry Styles concert. Listen, speaking of going to things, went to the national championship at the SoFi Stadium, which listen to this bullshit. We got to talk about some scammers. So the national championship, which was Georgia Bulldogs versus the Texas Christian University Horned Horny Frogs, was at the SoFi Stadium, which is this big, new, beautiful stadium here in Los Angeles. Just so happened, I came to L.A. for work. All my friends from Georgia flew in for the game. So I was like, Monday night, perfect. I'm going to go to the game with them. Got these amazing tickets. Let's go root on for the dogs. The dogs. So we get a SoFi Stadium. Now, right out the bat, it's fucking stunning. But I did not, I was like, what is the SoFi company? Like, what is this named after? Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Georgia, we get it. I love a Benz, my mom drives one. But the SoFi is apparently a company, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, it refinances student loans. Talk about a bunch of fucking scammers. So you're telling me, okay, you're telling me this company has enough money to put their name on a stadium for the Los Angeles Rams. This I bet the production in the, the building cost of this stadium was well into like, hey Jeff, how much do you think it costs to build that thing? Ballpark. Two to three billion. So what you're telling me is SoFi, the company, had enough money to build that fucking stadium, but they can't just. They bought the naming rights. How much do you think naming rights is to a stadium? Couple hundred million. So you're telling me they could have spent the couple hundred million helping people out on their student loans, but instead they decided to just slap their name on a stadium. Uh, listen, all I'm saying is this isn't a political statement, except it's bullshit. So you got all these young people going to these football games. The price of a hot dog's already astronomical. And then you're, I was just sitting there and I go, what's so fine? And Jeff's like, they refinance student loans. And I got so angry. I said, listen, this is some fucking scomming. No, this isn't even scomming. This is con artistry. Okay, con artistry. They're saying it loud and clear. We have enough money from people trying to pay for overpriced educations to put our name on this stadium which by the way it's got a roof there was a torrential downpour coming in from the left and the right we were all soaked so whoever needs to re recheck the bolts on the roof of that bitch needs to get on it i just thought that was ridiculous you know what i mean i don't know why i just thought that was a- here's an example if there was a company who is in charge of clean water, but we all didn't have clean water. You know what I mean? Same as just a clean water company. All right. I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know if there's a company name that I'm just letting you know. And absolutely not that I observed. So for random theoretical, alleged example, the clean water company spends $200 million to put their name on a stadium. And guess what? We don't have clean water. Now I know it's a financial business. I don't, I, listen, I'm blessed. I never had student loans. Okay. I did not Ole Miss was not an expensive school to go to. Still really isn't when it comes to a large public university. Some of you have been spending $80,000 a semester to go to like Oklahoma State University. Get out of here. Now I'm hoping by the time we all have kids, you know, school's not going to be a thing. This is why I keep telling everybody to go to University of Mississippi, great education, fun town, delicious food, beautiful people, kind people, art, history, boot scootin' boogie, and guess what? An affordable education. My friends went to Auburn, spent like 30 grand a year, and they didn't even have fucking sorority houses. What are you doing over here? You know what I love? Cozy pajamas. And I love Print Fresh because it's a woman-owned size-inclusive sleepwear and lifestyle brand made for lovers of pattern and seekers of cozy. Keep it comfy this winter with sustainably made PJs featuring unique handcrafted prints, luxurious long sets, fabulous robes, and the best sleep shirts that are perfect for getting ready in for a night out or keeping cozy for an evening at home. Um, I love everything that Printfresh makes. Also, it's created by textile designer and fashion entrepreneur, Amy Volosham. Flora and Fauna is brought to life on organic cottonware and statement-making home decor accessories that are full of personality. Also, what I love is your size inclusive. With sizes ranging from extra small to 6X and free exchanges, everyone can find their perfect fit. It's time to treat yourself this new year. Go to printfresh.com slash absolutely not or use code absolutely not for 15% off your first order. See what's in store for this season and keep it cozy. Again, Printfresh is a all-female-owned business, size-inclusive sleepwear and lifestyle brand. Sizes range from extra small to 6X. And again, remember, I love that they have home decor and accessories that are full of personality, but I love their fabulous pajamas. Again, all you got to do is go to printfresh.com slash absolutely not or use code absolutely not for 15% off your first order. See what's in store for the season and keep it cozy. Is this normal? okay? You've been stewing about a health problem you have. You've almost resorted to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions, but you know that there's nobody in your group chat that is intelligent enough to be able to fix the, uh, is this normal medical problem? So, what you do is you find yourself on ZocDoc. Find an actual doctor. Quit asking your friends and your cousins, is this rash contagious? Go to ZocDoc.com. They have thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc that are there to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert Care you need. I love ZocDoc. I use them all the time. In fact, I use them while I was out here. I was like, hey, I just got back from vacation, feeling a little under the weather. I downloaded the app, and ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors that are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. So there's no more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app and find a doctor to book directly in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. My favorite part about ZocDoc, you literally go on the app, you find what you need, and you can schedule an appointment directly through the app. You don't have to then look up the number and then call them and then be on hold for 8 hours. You can book everything directly through the app. Go to zocdoc.com/absolutely and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's z o c d o c.com/absolutely. Again, that's zocdoc.com/absolutely. So anyways, My parents were shocked at how, and now at the time when I went to school there, how affordable an education was, okay? I'm very lucky. I left college, no debt. As soon as I left school, I was waiting tables, making my way downtown, walking fast. You know what I mean? I was work, I was a working girl, but that was my dad's thing. He was like, you you worked your ass off in high school. We're going to pay for your college. Blessed. I know, understand how privileged and blessed that is. I really do. But I don't know why. And I maybe, I maybe not fully understand what the SoFi is. But for me, it's refinancing student loans. And I just feel like it's a fuck, like, you know what I mean? It's like, a what? So anyways, I'm sitting there. I'm getting drizzled on. I'm like, they, they got to fix this fucking roof of this thing. But I'm having a blast, right? And I just want to go ahead and say a lot of folks, I ran into a lot of women in the bathroom at this game. They were very confused, very encouraged, but very confused as to why I was rooting for the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this right now. Blood for Ole Miss runs deep. Okay, I will always be an Ole Miss girlie. Okay, I bought a house there. The Heather McMahon experience for our rental property is coming very soon. We're about to launch. You can rent my house in Oxford. You can literally live a day in the life that I did when I went to college there. I plan on being in as many games this fall as I can. But in my college days, all of my friends who lived in Athens, Georgia, and went to University of Georgia, we feel like Oxford, Mississippi, and Athens, Georgia were the most common shared experiences. Athens is a great town. They've got culture, art, music, great food, nice people. So when it comes to the southeastern conference of sports, I'm an ally, always have been, always will be, for only Georgia. I like my friends at Auburn. Down's a dump. You know what I mean. I woke up in a trailer one time outside of Auburn with a man who is a part of the Kappa Alpha fraternity. And I had to sift through some loose mail to figure out where the fuck I was so that I could open my hot pink razor phone and send an SOS message to my friends to let them know to come get me. And they found me across from a church hiding in a bush, all right? I'm just keeping it real with you. So these Georgia fans are like, Heather, we're so confused as to why you're here. And I'm like, all of my friends went to Georgia or Ole Miss. We're Auburn. But I'm not rooting. I I like Georgia fans. We're tight. Those are some of my best friends. And you know what? I know at the end of the day, it would be reciprocated. And if it's not, I swear to God, I'll show up at everybody's house and fucking take a dump on their lawn. When Ole Miss, I'm not saying if, when the University of Mississippi gets the championship, if the Georgia dogs don't come barking for the Rebs, it's on. It's over. Friendships will be Cut. Ties will be severed. I was here as an ally to the Southeastern Conference to support my big dogs. I'm also a bulldog owner. You know what I'm saying? And I know that my father, who comes back to me as a yellow jacket or a bumblebee because he was the biggest Georgia Tech fan on the planet, which just so happens to be the absolute arch rival to the University of Georgia, was probably rolling in his grave tenfold. But that, at the end of the day, I rooted for the dogs because the dogs always rooted for me. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that was poetic. So anyways, these women are stopping me in the bathroom and they're just like, I don't understand. What are you doing here? This is crazy. And I'm like, isn't that crazy to put on the sweatshirt or the t-shirt of your other friends and be behind them? And that was a life lesson, ding, 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 that went off in my head. Since when did we quit being each other's cheerleaders? Since when did we quit saying, you know what? I got your back. I think you need to pick up the phone this week and call that friend of yours that you know is stressed out about something and say, you know what? We may not always see eye to eye. The words of my dear friend, Johnny Wall, agree to disagree. But you know what? I got your back. Since when did we become so wrapped up in our own fucking bullshit all the time that we can't be each other's cheerleaders? I mean, I'm actually asking a genuine question. And you know this. I've told you this before. I'm, I'm sick of myself. I'm rooting and tooting for everybody. We're all in this together. But when did we get to the point where we can't encourage each other and root for another damn team. I just, food for thought. Food for thought. You know what I mean? So if there's somebody out there in your life that's doing some cool shit, or maybe even just starting some cool shit, maybe send them an encouraging text this week. Hey, buddy, got your back. Can't wait to try your new sandwich shop. Hey, mama, I'm gonna I'm I'm go in that Etsy business and buy a couple of those homemade lip glosses that you're making out of your your kitchen in Encino. Hopefully I'm not allergic. Just, and then just press send. I sent a message to somebody I love the other day. And I was like, hey, when I get back, let's sit down. Let's go through some shit. Let's Let's come up with a game plan. I got your back thinking of you. Love you. I know you're stressed out with shit right now. So I, instead of everybody being like, what's she doing rooting for the other team? Why don't you look in the mirror and say, why am I not there? Why am I not? with the big dogs, barking. Why am I not in a werewolf t-shirt, howling at the moon for my friend? Sometimes you got to look in the mirror to figure out that if you want to be a champion, you got to surround yourself with champions. And if I want the University of Mississippi to end up at the championship game, I gotta say I was there to see the others. That's how I feel about my career. I put in the work, I do the time, but I surround myself with people who are better than me that will make me a better person. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow, didn't even think it was gonna get this motivating. I did buy some pharmaceuticals at the Cabo San Lucas Airport, and you know they weren't shy about shy about it either. If you need anything. Dude, Z-Packs, azithromycin, retin-A, retinol, something for a herpes flare-up. You know what I mean? Maybe a little little anti-anxiety. Before you used to be able to get stuff at the pharmacies in Mexico, you know, they're always like, what you need, what you need. But I I was walking through and I was like, let me get a Z-Pack just because I feel like sinus pressure coming on. Damn it, if I didn't get three Z-Packs and some anti-wrinkle cream and something for the butt, you know what I mean? All I'm saying is, I got that good good before I even got on the plane. I'm not even, I don't even go in there and buy fun stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not even looking for like the sketchy stuff that you got to see like six doctors in America to get. I was like, you got something for a sinus infection and I got a loose bunion that I can't tell if it's a wart anymore or if it's attached to my skin still. You know what I'm saying? And the guy was like, I got you. Anyways, hold on. Back to this fucking game. So I have to tell you about the funniest shit ever. The funniest shit ever. And I'm calling out the Beverly Hills Hotel right now. They did like 80% great work. And then the other 20% was just them fucking panicking about having so many Southern people in their hotel. So this week is Golden Globes week here in LA. And they had the Golden Globes on Tuesday, I'm guessing because the national championship was on Monday. So Monday morning, I meet my friends at the Beverly Hills Hotel and the hotel is completely taken over by Texas, TCU fans and people from Georgia, Georgia fans. Beverly Hills Hotel, we all know, very expensive hotel. So if you're staying there, you can afford it. I mean, just plain and simple. It's, it's not like you're showing up and we're, we're, we're doing holiday in prices. All right. So everybody there should technically have a financial seat at the table. So there's the very famous, infamous polo lounge. Great. Like the best burger and truffle fries you'll ever have. You go there for a dirty martini. You go there for a fabulous breakfast. So we're meeting our friends there. Half the tables are friends from Dallas and Fort Worth that are TCU fans. And then the other half are friends from Georgia who are Georgia Bulldog fans. We're sitting at a table. Kourtney Kardashian comes in. And when I say she is dressed with a puffer coat that is tied so tight you can only see like her glasses... And she's in like a ones, just like all black workout outfit. She slides by and I'm like, oh damn, there's Courtney Kardashian sitting at the table right next to us, tucked away. We're sitting outside, even though it's raining. Our table shows up. There's 10 of us. It's getting rowdy. People are ordering margaritas at 9 a.m. Somebody else is drinking mimosas. Like they're getting ready for a Dave tailgating. And I'm sitting there having a cappuccino, just taking it in, catching up with my friends. So at one point, I could just feel like that the staff at this polo lounge is just kind of like overwhelmed. Like everybody is dressed up for the game. So people are in like nice outfits, a couple jerseys, but everyone's dressed pretty much in a nice golf shirt, you know, but they've got layers on like it's it's a vibe. It's obviously people are going to a sports game. So I get up to go to the bathroom and I, I go around the corner to the bathroom in the, in the lobby. There's fans everywhere. I mean, the lobby is packed with people getting ready to go to the game. There is a, I guess a manager or some sort of big wig at the hotel and he has on an earpiece and he comes out like a side secret service door and I'm walking out of the bathroom and he is on his walkie talkie. So he has his finger on his earpiece and he just says this. He's like, I just, I there's just so many of them. They're just, they're just so country. And I started hysterically crying laughing to myself because I know that this guy, this posh manager of a posh hotel in Beverly Hills is just hearing these thick Southern accents, okay? Now, mind you, everybody here is like probably old oil money, old steel money. Like everybody here is rolling in it, okay? Probably more money than the fucking Kardashians, but everyone's low key. But just because they got their ostrich boots on and their jeans with their Georgia Bulldog shirt tucked in, and they've got a thick Southern accent does not mean that these people are the Beverly Hills hillbillies. They can afford to be there. So I catch wind of what this guy has said, and I'm just dying laughing. So I go up to the hostess stand on my way back to my table, and I just stop. And it's these two girls who look totally overwhelmed. They're doing a fantastic job. And the service, of course, the polo lounge is incredible. They're so nice, but they are overwhelmed. Like, These fans are ordering bottles of tequila at nine o'clock in the morning. I went for the huevos rancheros and a nice cappuccino. So I stop at the hostess, stand, And they're like whispering to themselves, like just totally overwhelmed. Everyone's behaving, but it is like getting to be a rowdy breakfast. And I stop at the the front and I said, listen, I just want y'all to know, I am Georgia adjacent, but you guys don't need to worry. Everybody who's in here right now, like no one's walking out on their bill. Everyone here can afford it. I know you hear a lot of thick Southern accents, but those are the richest people in the room. So don't worry. The girl looked at me and laughed and she was like, oh my God, kind of like we, it was like a, you know, kind of like an unspoken, could you tell we were, we're a little concerned. It was such a pretty woman moment. So I go back to the table. I was like, y'all, they're sweating in this hotel. But nobody, like they, I think they think that like Talladega showed up at the Beverly Hills Hotel and nobody could afford the ticket for breakfast. So then every, it's like now 1130, everybody's wrapping up, closing out tabs. It's the polo lounge is starting to filter out. I've run into like 55 people I know. I'm taking photos with everybody. We're having a great time. And the manager is, talk you know, talking to the hostesses. And at one point I can see him and they're like, no, 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 no. Like everything we have it under control. And I just imagine what this uppity Beverly Hills manager was thinking when he went to the back and he's explaining to his staff, like, just keep an eye on them. They're Southern, keep an eye on them. Make sure they're not stealing the napkins in the bathroom. You know what I mean? And I was laughing so hard. And again, it's another moment. It was, it's, it, Speaks on such a bigger conversation. But how many times in your life has somebody thought, like, you didn't deserve a seat at the table. You didn't deserve to be there. You know, they were just overwhelmed. And at that moment, I felt so proud to be a Southerner. And I don't even have a thick Southern accent. You know what I mean? I live in fucking Atlanta. But it was just so funny to me how here was this very posh Beverly Hills experience. And they were like, I can't afford it. The guy's like, they're just, they're just so country. And it made me fucking laugh, dude. And it may only be funny to me, but what an absolutely not. So then after the game, we come back to the polo lounge because our friends, like everybody else was staying there. We come back. We're like, listen, we need a tin top. And the Mater D and the manager at the restaurant was so great. I was like, we're staying here. I was with our friends. I was like, we need a ten top. And he looked at me and he was like, "Okay, we're really slammed right now. I said, listen, sir, we're about to order a very expensive bottle of champagne. I felt like every time I walked into this place, I had to sell myself on the fact that nobody was going to get their credit card (laughs) to. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's so fucked up, but he kind of looked at me like he's like a tin top. So our friends were like, fuck it. Order the most expensive bottle of champagne. And I don't know why it was a pretty woman moment over and over again. And this the, the staff was wonderful. The people in the restaurant were great. But I just kept feeling like I needed to just keep reiterating like we're good. And I shouldn't have. I should have lit a cigarette at the fucking table and been like, hey, y'all got any chicken tenders just to fuck with them? So on my way out, I stopped at the main desk because now I'm just doubling down, okay? I stop at the main desk and I had a couple drinks and I just put my hand on the front desk and I go, I know y'all didn't think we could afford it, but hell we can. And I, and I yelled, go dogs. And I just, what? Did I do? and just like, what did you just say to that man? I'm like, I don't know. We're never allowed back. Just get in the car, get in the car immediately. But I just yelled, go dogs, which also reiterated and just doubled down on the stereotype that everybody from Georgia's a fucking idiot, but it made me laugh so hard. And the guy laughed and he, we all just had a chuckle. When I used to go to the Beverly Hills hotel, I, it's when I was nannying for this very rich family and their children were so mean to me. And it was just funny. It was funny to now be full circle years later, working in LA you know what I mean? At the polo lounge. And I, I want to put my feet up on the table and yell, go dogs. But I didn't. But sometimes, guys, I want, this is a life lesson. This is just for you to remember. When you feel like people are doubting you, they don't believe in you, they don't think you can do it, sometimes you got to order a bottle of champagne and yell, go dogs, whoever you're rooting for. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all are driving going, this is the dumbest fucking thing we have ever heard. Also, sounds like I have a major chip on my shoulder. But when I witnessed what I witnessed, which was people at this establishment freaking the fuck out. Like, just they're just so country. It made me laugh so hard. Like, I was in the bathroom peeing after witnessing this, and I was just, it was like, I could not control the laughter because I knew in my mind... I've been Pretty Woman before. And if you know the iconic scene for Pretty Woman, Julia Roberts goes into the store on Rodeo or Wilshire. You know? And they're like, you can't afford anything here. And then she comes back later, buys everything in the store and she just yells, big mistake, huge. That's how I feel. And I say all this because, do you know how long I've been auditioning in Hollywood? And they... Maybe didn't give me the job. Maybe said, we don't know about these big jugs and that deep, raspy voice, you know. But guess what? Your girl's on The Hollywood Reporter. And I hope it's okay that I'm announcing this. But The Hollywood Reporter just did a piece on you girl. And it's great. And it's fantastic. And I'm honored that they did this. And you know what? It reminds me. I stuck with it. And all of y'all have been my champion. You know what the article says? The next big thing. And it's a photo of me in a faux fur coat with a diamond necklace on with a smirk on my face that says, Go dogs." Y'all didn't think I could take over Tinseltown. Y'all didn't think that a girl with an education from Mississippi who did improv in New York City, who then moved to L.A., and worked at a gym and almost got fired from that gym for eating Chipotle at the front desk. Who then moved home because her daddy died. Who then put shit on the internet, created a podcast, started doing torn and didn't stand up. You didn't think I could do it because I'm a little bit country. Well, guess what? I'm here, I ain't leaving. Y'all are the sorry people. Y'all are the sorry people. I ain't leaving and I can afford it. In fact, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm taking my ass to Spago. And if you don't, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I'm trying to do this like whole encouraging bit right now. But my manager, Maggie, shout out to Maggie Haskins. She made a, a reservation tonight at Spago, which is Wolfgang Buck's like hot spot. It still is phenomenal, but it was like the hot spot in 2005. And she was like, I know Jeff wants a duck breast, so we're going to Spago. So if you don't think I'm going to Spago, we'll find Sir Wolfgang Puck. Give him a, from a distance, chef's kiss and nod and yell, go dogs, you got another thing coming. They didn't think the bitch who lived in her mom's basement could do it, but she did. She believed she could, so she did, and she's doing it. You know what I mean? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason for the season. Side note, I'm staying at The Edition, which is my favorite hotel to stay at when I'm in L.A. I mean, I do like extended stays here. And there's a giant suite next door and somebody was getting ready for the Golden Globes and we didn't know what was going on. I think it was Selena Gomez. I think Selena Gomez got ready in the room next to me. I'm working on the script with my writing partner, Jen. She and I went out, walked out for a coffee, came back and there's like these giant security guards literally at the door next door to us. And we were like, who's in there? And somebody was carrying a giant trunk, which I think had her Valentino dress in it. And I made the joke. I said, "Oh, what do we got a dead body in there? Like it was a huge trunk. And then later I saw the photos and Jen was like, it was Selena. She was getting ready next to us. Meanwhile, Jen and I are eating chicken, Chinese chicken salads from Jones on third on the porch. Right in our pilot till our fingers bleed. Just trying to remind this town that we are here and everybody doubts the underdog. But you know what this dog gonna bite. She gonna bark. She gone by and just wait till you get her on a couple edibles. I'm writing a masterpiece. When the comedy special comes out, you guys are going to go, wow, wow, Spielberg. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm sorry, guys. I am on a Z-Pack that I bought at the Cabo San Lucas, Mexico airport. So I want you to know that it is touch and go mentally and physically over here, but I just, it's been a really funny 48 hours of me observing all of the things. And there's nothing more funny or nothing tickles me more than when people don't think that you should be there and then you show up and you show out. And then I love when people doubt. When people doubt, it's the best. It really adds a little fuel to my fire. You know what I mean? Adds a little pep at my step. So if you needed to hear this, an encouraging message of... I I don't think that I can do it. I don't know if I belong there. Bitch, you can. Sit down, order the chicken tenders, get an appetizer, maybe an amuse-bouche, and you know what you're ordering for dessert? The hot motherfucking chocolate sundae. You just sit there. You're going to take in a caloric input of about 10,000 calories. And you're going to let those big dogs know that mama eats and mama's going to bite. And no matter what you're going through right now, you deserve to be there. Now, I love you and I mean it. And I wanted to uh, get to the voicemails this week, but I think this is a good place. I think we're going to keep it short and sweet this week. We will get into the voicemails next week. I'm going to be in the studio in person live. So we're going to hopefully get some video elements happening at the end of the week. Remember, you can always call in 800-213-7503 to the absolutely not podcast. I would love to hear as we start off the new year, if there's anything that maybe you're doubting about and give us the opportunity to tee you up for some encouragement. Tee you up, baby. I love you. I mean it. Can't wait to hear from you. Let me know how you're feeling. I hope we're making the vision boards. I hope we're getting on it. I will also be in Austin, Texas next week. I've got three shows at the Paramount. One on Tuesday, and then I think Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday. Anyways, y'all, all all these tickets, y'all bought so many tickets over the holiday break. Go to heatherontour.com. Get the last few tickets. I cannot wait to be back on the road. I have so many stories that we're adding to the new show. I'm so fucking pumped to be doing it. And remember, be somebody else's cheerleader. But also remember, you deserve a seat at the table too. I love you. I mean it. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks for hearing me out today. Love you, mean it. you ciao, buddy. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.